The moment you decide to look outside of yourself for value is the moment you give your rights away to be authentically you. Your value is not in what your mother thinks of you, what your father thinks of you, what your family and friends think of you. Your value is what you think of yourself. That is the secret to authentically loving and being you. Welcome to Soul Food with Sadie. It's time to feed your soul, uplifting others through inspiration, motivation, and edifying the soul so we can be the best version of ourselves. Here's your host, Sadie Evans. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thank you all for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. We have yet another episode of Pressing Through Pressure, Season 3. And this time we're talking to Kelly Williams. Hi, Kelly. How are you? Hello. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Yes. So can you tell us about who you are? Yeah, so my name is Kelly Williams. I'm a lifestyle management coach. And so I'm really a business coach, but I call myself a lifestyle management coach um, because I've been in the entrepreneur space for so many years. And um, most of my clients, when I first started out, they, they wanted tips on business, but then we realized that they needed help in their life. So then I started helping people in their life. And I have come to find out even in my own businesses that we cannot deal with business without dealing with life. And so I'm a lifestyle style management coach. Yes, that is so true. Like we could start out on something, but if we ain't got our life together, like the basic, I think it was Maslow's hierarchy. He said the basic needs have to be met. So we have to have those basic needs met. So this season is all about pressing through pressure. So what does pressing through pressure mean to you? Oh my goodness. Pressing through pressure means that we are standing on the word of God, relying on what he says about us, our lives, our situations to know that he is emphatically has our back. Joshua, one of my favorite verses, I've got a lot of favorite verses in the Bible, but one of my favorite ones is in Joshua uh, 1 verse 9, where he says, haven't I commanded thee? And the way he starts that off is I've told you before, I've told you before to be bold, to be courageous and to not fear because the Lord, your God is with you. And so knowing that God has always got our back, knowing that it's part of the plan, the pro it's a process and it's part of the plan. So what looks like pressure? Yeah, it might be pressure to us, but God knows that it is part of the process. Yes. And we definitely have to go through a process in order to get to our purpose. Speaking about the process, when it came to, I know you said building your business. So when it came to building your business, was there any time that you had fear that almost could have crippled you from walking in who God called you to be? Absolutely. Okay. So I, like I said, I've been in business for many, many years and um, as a lifestyle management coach, because this is where I am today. So let's talk about that. Okay. So yes, I'm going to tell you when I first started coaching, I was doing this thing and I was not on social media. I wasn't online. I was just figuring it out myself. Mm -hmm. At the time I hadn't even got my own business coach. I'm smart. Like so many of your, your audience, they're, we're smart, right? And so we can figure this thing out. And that's what I was doing. I was figuring it out. Well, uh, come time for us to go on social media. And we all know what happened a couple of years ago where we all had to step it up several mm -hmm. notches. When that time came, 
I found myself uh, in a position that I've been doing this business for many years. And so I found a, a level of success, but I was comparing, I started comparing myself to what I saw on the internet and started comparing myself to people who probably had a much larger team than I my team consists of two people, me and my VA. All right. So they had a much larger team than I, they probably had a much larger budget than I did. Their prices I found out were a lot more than mine. And so I got into this place where I really, really began to compare myself. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, I had to like, take, take it back a couple notches and say, okay, look, Lord, this is frustrating me. I know you have called me to, you've called me to coach. Mm -hmm. And I know that there is a people, there's a person, there's a client that you have for me to impact and to help them create impact. And what am I missing, God? What am I missing? And so he began to reveal to me, this is what I love about him. When you ask, he will answer. Yes. You just have to have the ears to hear. Mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of people, they say, don't ask the questions you don't want to know the answers to. I say that with God as well. If you're not willing to hear the answer, hear the instruction and implement what he says, then don't ask. That, that wasn't my testimony. I mm -hmm. wanted to know. And so he revealed to me that I'm comparing myself and he began to really help me with my identity. Now, here I am helping people all over the place with their identity. And God is revealing to me, look, girlfriend, you are at another level. And now we need to deal with who I have called you to be in this season. And so after dealing with that, I was able to keep going. But there were times where I'm like, I'm done with this. I can't do this. And listen, I'm a fighter. So I was not going to let the enemy win. <laughs> Amen. And it sounds like it was your calling. So you wasn't going to be able to run from it anyway. So you were speaking about identity. And it's so funny because I feel like we are trial most in an area that we struggle in. I really feel like that. So doing coaching, is. do you see that a lot of people that come to you that are successful, say you're really successful clients, they struggle with that identity, really because we are comparing ourselves to other, because social media makes success look pretty. Nobody want to talk about behind the scenes. Of, can you talk about that and about a little bit behind the scenes, the ugly parts of success? Because I think listeners, they want to know what it looks like on the other side too, because we all can ride a yacht. We all can have money. We can, all can go shopping, eat at the finest restaurants, but nobody talk about when we plowing in the field and crying, bank account empty and a whole lot of other things. Yeah. So um, let me answer the first question you asked about helping clients with the identity. And that is definitely something that I do. It's funny because especially nowadays, when I meet with potential clients and my clients, we meet over Zoom. So mm -hmm. I'm able to see their face, right? And so when I bring up something, I can tell immediately, uh oh, that one's that one stung. And so that's and I have a psychology background. too. I've got several degrees and they happen to be in psychology. So um, I'm able to tell, oh, we, we striking a nerve here. So I'm able to go in a little bit deeper with the help of Holy Spirit, yeah. I'm able to really hone in on some of the spirits that I still see in them that the enemy may have them bound. So we address that and then we move, you know, we're able to move on and they are successful. I don't want to say end of story because their story hasn't ended, but et cetera, et cetera. Now to your question about the back end. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So listen, I'm married, right? My husband and I, we have 10 children together. Yeah. He had four, I have four and we have two together. So I, we've got grown kids and we've got little ones. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so here I am, I'm a mom. I was working a full-time job until last year. I'm approaching one year that I've been a full-time coach. So oh, I'm, a, I'm a mom, I'm a wife and I'm at home. And so there are a lot of things that we don't talk about. For instance, when you know that you are called to something and you get excited because God has given you a vision. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. I don't know about the 
the people in your audience, but I can't, I can't get my motion number one, but I love that God, I know that I'm flowing in my oil, if you will. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm doing what God has called me to do. So it's difficult for me to not want to constantly think about things. Mm -hmm. So my brain never shuts off. And so I have to be very uh, strategic and disconnect. People don't, they don't talk about that on social media, that there will be times where you have got to disconnect because it can be so loud that you can't focus. It it can be so loud that you're not loving on your husband. It could be so loud that you're not present with your children. There are a lot of things behind the scenes. Um, And you talked about the empty bank accounts, girlfriend, let me tell you, sometimes my VA would have to be like, Oh, did you check your email? And I'm like, no, what? Oh my goodness. So yeah, there are some times where the clients aren't coming in and you're like, Lord, but I'm doing everything you told me to do. What is going on? Why is this happening? Again, part of what we have to go through is part of the process. When he's taking you to another level, he's going to send things your way to test you. He will test you. I'm going to tell you, everything's not always the enemy. Okay. Sometimes God is like, look, you say you about my business. Show Mm -hmm. me that you about my business. How, let me see you show up online. Let me see you show up for your clients. Let me see you show up for your audience. When you got all this stress behind you, let me see, let me see, put some, let me see you back that up. Tell them how good your God is when you get a disconnection notice. Can you tell them that? Mm -hmm. And so praise the Lord. Yes. I'm a woman. I I stand, I stand on the word of God, but there are a lot of things behind the scenes. Yes. People I've got clients that just get so frustrated because they want to do things their way Mm -hmm. rather than doing things the way God wants them to do. Listen, you're going to be on a hamster wheel. It's going to be hard. And the gurus on social media, they don't tell you that part. They don't tell you that part. They show you what they want. They don't tell you that one day you're going to be so excited about social media. You're going to want to post on every platform all day long. And then for the next two, three weeks, you're going to be like, I don't want to see, I don't want to see another notification. They don't tell you about that. They don't tell you how you need to continue to show up consistently when it's cricket, crickets, mm-hmm. crickets. They don't tell you that. Yeah. All they tell you is the abundance and overflow, which is true. Cause listen, my God is good. My God is great. And he does yeah. come through. He is a keeper of his word, but yeah, yeah, they don't tell you all that back, that, that behind the scenes stuff. They don't. And I think it's because a lot of times people want you to buy into their program or something like that because they want to show you the glitz and glam. I'm not sure why, but I am a very transparent person. I truly believe in being vulnerable because I feel like it's our superpower. I feel like that is our way to help somebody else get to their breakthrough. And you really spoke about all the stuff that be on us. And I really feel like when God trusts you, it's a good thing, but it'd be like, okay, God, you trust me a lot. Like to who much is given, much is required. And in order to get to our purpose, we got to go through that process of pressing, just like the olive has to go through that pressing to get the oil. So we as humans have to go through that too, especially when we say, I stand for God. God gonna test you on that. He gonna say, do you really stand for me? Can you give us some practical examples of how to get over that fear when it comes to becoming an entrepreneur? And congratulations also on one year. That is amazing of not having going to go back to work because I find myself going back to work because the money just wasn't flowing in enough. And then God really shows me like, you're not trusting me the way you're supposed to be trusting me because now you don't have time to even work on your business because you're back at a nine to five. So can you talk about how, um, what steps you took or some tips you can give us on how to overcome that fear that comes with really putting the job down and becoming an entrepreneur working for God? Yeah. So that's a great question. So there's some things that I'm, that I was 
was wishing that I had done before I left my nine to five. I, there are some parts of my plan that I wish I had expounded upon, but prior to people who are still working a nine to five and they want to leave their job, I would suggest that you really sit down and think about what your boundaries are, your boundaries, mm-hmm. uh, be it whether you work the nine to five still, or you're a full-time entrepreneur, what are the boundaries? Keep your family first, your God first, of course, do not mm-hmm. ever sacrifice that relationship time with him. Mm-hmm. And as an entrepreneur, I have found for myself and many of the people that I'm around, my colleagues, that we need to spend the first of our day with him because we're entrepreneurs and we get busy, then we get tired Mm -hmm. and then our time with the Lord suffers. So find that time to spend with the Lord, get his plan for you, keep Mm -hmm. in relationship with him, open your ears so that you can hear him. Understand that there will be valleys, there will be mountains, but there will be valleys. So just plan and prepare for that. Okay. The other thing that I would recommend for those that have that fear is to go and look up everything the Bible says about not fearing and get a post-it note, get a a index card, write it on your dry erase board, but you need to meditate on his word and what his word says about not fearing that he's with you. If you're doing what God has really called you to do, you have nothing to worry about. He is our great, great, great provider. So know that, right? The other thing I would recommend is don't stop. Don't stop. Don't, when you do get that payday, when your coaching group for for those people that are coaches, or if your product launch, it's huge. It's a huge success. Stop riding high. Don't ride too high too long on that success. Remember you're in sales and you got to keep marketing yourself. So reserve some of that energy, create a plan and a strategy so that you can continue to get those clients, get those customers rolling into your business during those times. I would also very practically recommend that you continue to praise God, praise him, praise him, thank him, thank him, thank him. Show him that you are just so grateful for the fact that, okay, you know what? Maybe my money is low, but my vehicle is still in my garage. You know what? Maybe my money is low, but uh, my house has not been foreclosed on. Maybe my money is low, but my babies are still eating. Okay. Give him thanks for that. Praise him in all things. The word tells us to always give him praise. Then the next thing, again, stay in his presence as much as you can. The word talks about pray without ceasing. So that mu- that might mean before you meet with a customer or a client, say a quick little prayer. After you've done, say a quick little prayer, of course, before you eat, but find times to continue to pray. Pray doesn't mean that we're the ones talking. Sometimes that means we're still so he can talk to us. So find those moments where you can tap into his presence and be yielded by the spirit to move as he says, move. And then the last thing I would recommend is that you hold on to his promise for you. His promise for you is going to be different than his promise for other people. You want to make sure that you write it down, that you see it in front of you, that you go back to it every day. You know what? And let me tell you what, uh, the main promise of all the promises of the, Mm -hmm. all of God has shown me the vision for my business, my marriage, my ministry, and all those things. The main promise that I hold on to is the one that he says, I'll never leave nor forsake you. Amen. Amen. Period. Period. So that's what I got. Because even in the valley, we need to know that he's there. That's even when we don't feel him, that scripture is a promise that he made to us. And God is not like human. He cannot lie. That's the beauty in all that. So when you said that you know God called you to do, you put emphasis on that. And I really believe that a lot of times we get burnt out or we feel like throwing in a towel because we are trying to ride somebody else 
else's purpose. We are really trying to catch up, uh, be with the trend. Somebody else do something, they succeed. And now we trying to do that and we trying to turn it to our purpose. But that's never the vision God gave you in the first place. Have you ever experienced, not for yourself, but saw that in any, any nature? Yeah. So a lot of times when I meet with my clients, I can tell right away, I'm like, you cannot be like other people. Mm-hmm. You've got to stay in your lane and you've got to uh, go, go with the plan that God has for you. He's created a path just for you. Yes, there's going to be curves. Yes, there's going to be bumps in the road, but it's your path. It's your lane. You don't need to compare yourself to anybody else, nor should you be trying to ride on somebody else's coattail. And it's biblical, but it's cliche, but it's biblical. What God has for me is for me. Mm -hmm. What God has for me is for me. What God has for you is for you. So we can only do what he would have us to do. But you gotta be, you have to tap in and be willing to hear what he wants you to do and how he wants you to do it. Amen. And be obedient to it as well. Yes. A lot of times God can tell us to do something. We clearly know that God told us to do this, but the obedience is not there. And I can even vouch for that myself because I never struggle with obedience. I struggle with the confidence that come with being obedient because I feel like I'm an introvert, but my calling is an extrovert calling. So it's like when I do something, I hide myself because I'm just like, oh my God, I'm trembling. Like what's somebody going to think? But I'm like, God told me to do this. So what's somebody else thinks about me does not matter. Somebody needs that word. Somebody needs what I'm doing. So I must be obedient to God to even get to my next level because my obedience is helping somebody get to their next level. I'm sorry. I just want you said something that was so, um, it's like really good. You said that you struggled with being obedient because you didn't have the confidence to do it. Let me, let me just suggest that Mm -hmm. obedience doesn't have to be a struggle because of the confidence, because our confidence Mm -hmm. is in him. And so Mm -hmm. if we trust him if we trust him like we say we do if we Mm -hmm. trust him like the you know the word tells us to trust him and we believe what the word says and we trust him then having the confidence to be obedient we we shouldn't have to worry about that let your confidence just rest and ride on the fact that god said his promise that he will never leave nor forsake you so he's got you he's not gonna look like a liar He's not. He is the one true living God. And he will, he will make his presence known. He's not going to make himself look bad. <laughs> Amen. So soul food with Sadie is all about planting seeds and allowing God to bring the increase. So is there a seed that you would like to give? It could be a word. It could be anything you would like it to be that you will give to the listener that the Holy Spirit put on you to give to them so that they can become the best versions of themselves. Yes. Let me, let me share with you what I've been sharing with my community lately. Genesis 1, 26 through 28 talks about how God has given us dominion and all the things he's given us dominion over the land, the sea, the air. And so I want your listeners to know that the Lord gives us very specific instructions to produce, to multiply, to replenish, to subdue, and to take dominion. And so he's telling us, we're talking about seeds here. Every Mm -hmm. seed we need to produce has already been given to us before we were even formed. We already have the seed. Now it's up to us to follow those five commands. Go Mm -hmm. produce. Whatever it is that God has given you, go produce it. And then then whatever it is that you produce, go and multiply. Figure out how to do it again and again and again. And 
then replenish, mm-hmm. which means again and again and again and again. Then you want to subdue. Make sure that you are top of mind. Your product is top of mind. Your coaching is top of mind. That your name, you are a household name. And okay. then dominate. Dominate. Go take dominion. Remember, he says, you take dominion over the air, the land, and the sea. That's everything. Dominate. Remember that he has given you the authority to dominate. So that's the seed I have for your people. Yes. So I hope you guys have a pen and some paper because she is giving really good tips that will truly help you grow and thrive in life and not just survive. So someone's going to listen to this and they're going to be like, how can I get in touch with her? You might have an awesome program that you want to talk to them about. Let us know how can we get in touch with you? Yes. So I am on all the social media platforms. I show up most in Clubhouse app and on Instagram. My IG handle and Clubhouse handle is justkelly.com. That's my website. But my IG and Clubhouse handles are J-U-S-T underscore K-E-L-L-E-E. Yes, y'all. My mom gave me a different spelling name. But yeah, go to my website. You can connect with me there. But I do show up on social media, Clubhouse app and on Instagram. And all of her information will be in the show notes. Thank you so much, Kelly, for being a guest on Soul Food with Sadie. Is there anything else you would like to leave with the people? I just, you know, want to leave with them that you have been so amazing and your listeners are so blessed to be able to hear from you as often as you show up on YouTube, um, on social media and with your podcast. So I just want to leave with them that they are in great, great hands and to, to say congratulations to your listeners. And thank you, Sadie, so much for this opportunity. Yes, thank you so much for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. You guys, that show was so amazing. Kelly really came through and gave us some nuggets to help on this journey called life. Kelly has such a beautiful spirit and she know her word. And I really am so excited about you guys really digging deep into this episode, processing it, and becoming the best version of yourself. The question that I want to leave with you guys is basically showing up for yourself. Really sit with that question and really think about that. Because a lot of times we do not show up for ourselves authentically. Are you really authentically showing up for you? Thank you all for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. I am thankful for health in my body, peace in my mind, ears to hear and eyes to see. I am thankful for hands to write, legs and feet to stand, and wisdom to understand the gems that were given unto me today. I am thankful that I can create a strategy that I can implement into my life. I am thankful I am divinely created for such a time as this. I will be thankful for the small things because the small things are only preparing me for the bigger things that are coming into my life. 